Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bulls Beat Podcast Show, the Chicago Bulls Podcast. Welcome back to the Bulls Beat Bulls fans. Doug Tonus here with you discussing our Chicago Bulls, and I am going to go through another podcast on Billy Donovan, just kind of recapping the press conference where he was introduced with Arturis Kornisovas and himself, and then he did another interview with Casey Johnson, a lot of similar content there, but I, I just want to kind of talk about, you know, kind of maybe what more we know now after seeing those two interviews and listening to them. And so first uh, in the presser, I'll start with Arturis. You know, a few things he said uh, that I thought were noteworthy is he said the roster was too talented for what it achieved the last few years, uh, you know, has lots of potential. And I thought that, you know, we've heard that as well from John Paxson. You know, it's not like this is some amazingly uh, great thing to say. I think we felt that way as well, that this roster probably should have done better than it did. He didn't, you know, explicitly state a reason. He didn't say, well, this was because Jim Boylan was a failure or because of any injuries or anything else. Uh, probably a whole lot wrapped into uh, different reasons. And I, I don't know that we want to try to unpack exactly what went wrong there right at this exact second. But I think it's fair to say that if everyone has reasonable health, that they feel things uh, will be better this season. The other thing I think he said that was related to this and I feel was, was noteworthy is that you know player development has to be a very key piece of what is going to happen here. Uh, he spoke about how we're going to have to build the program, how we're going to have to develop our own players in order to succeed. You know, they obviously will have plans like every team around free agency, the draft, trades to improve the team. But really one of the key things is we're going to need to develop our players in order to succeed. And I think that also kind of goes without saying. And I think that is why Billy Donovan was kind of viewed as such a fit. And we'll get into some of the quotes Donovan had. But player development really seems to be a strong focus of his and uh, something he's very passionate about. And I think that will probably, you know, help uh, help in these areas some, you know, I think Jim Boylan felt he was passionate about it, but he didn't really ever connect with the players. And so separating out what like Jim Boylan thinks he's about and maybe even what he is about, maybe he really is about player development and that is really critical to him and important to him. You know, he was never able to accomplish that, at least not here. You know, we didn't see guys really uh, develop. Maybe Zach Levine took a lot of steps forward. Kobe White, you know, who knows what he would have been uh, with or without Boylan. You know, we only saw him for a brief period of time. I think he had a, a typical kind of rookie progression of, you know, struggling at first, very inefficient, uh, you know, really even towards the end, his efficiency wasn't amazing, but he did have a lot of 30-point games, you know, chucked up a lot of shots to get those points. But his efficiency did rise quite a bit, you know, towards the end of the season. His shooting percentage from the three-point line rose quite a bit towards the end of the season. So, you know, he, he kind of had a normal development. But pretty much, you'd say, Larry Markkinen you know, regressed. Wendell Carter Jr. seemed to regress. Now, I don't know that I'd put that on any of the coaching. Lowry, there's definitely a question that maybe coaching was, was part of that. Uh, Carter, you know, he was injured, and I, I think that was part of it. It seemed like he came in to camp out of shape due to the previous injuries from the other year, and that was part of it. So hard to say, you know, exactly. Anyway, uh, what we can say is that Billy Donovan really is about player development. I, I think that's very clear from listening to everything he says. That is one of his strengths and something uh, that he's going to, to do a whole lot of you know, Jim Boylan talked about how you need to simplify the system because these guys couldn't handle much. Uh, Billy Donovan in, in these interviews talked about uh, how you have to fit your system to the talent that you have, how you know the team changed considerably in Oklahoma City, like the way they would run a pick and roll with Chris Paul was totally different than the way they would run a pick and roll with Russell Westbrook because they're two different players. They have different strengths and they're going to do different things and you have to adjust what you're doing in order to fit the guys that you have. And I, I think that's an approach that hopefully will work well here. 
Anyway, uh, you know, back to Arturis. You know, when selling Billy Donovan on the job, he discussed the resources available, and those resources he named were you know, the history of the city, you know, the quality of the market of Chicago, the practice facilities, and uh, you know, facilities that the Bulls have, and ownership. He used ownership as a strength, and I thought that's interesting because Bulls fans typically view ownership as a weakness. And now the Bulls fired Jim Boylan, and they spent six million dollars per year. We now know Donovan's salary, so six million per year for four years, twenty-four million total, uh, most expensive coach in Bulls history per year. And uh, I think that's the most anyone ever got guaranteed. I'm, I'm trying to think back to what Thibodeau's extension was. It was pretty close to this. But certainly for a head coach that come, comes in you know, the first time around, it, it's, it's a huge deal relative to what the Bulls have done in the past. And so that makes you wonder if maybe some of this frugality, was this due to Jerry Reinsdorf now being replaced by Michael Reinsdorf? Was this actually just due to John Paxson uh, not valuing things in this way, or is this a shift in how the Bulls are acting? And I, I think I spoke on the last podcast that it appears to me to be a shift in how the Bulls are acting. And so I think that is, you know, an important thing. And Arturis mentioned, you know, the ownership as a strength of this franchise and along with the resources that they could bring to the table to pursue, you know, free agents and other things. So it sounds like maybe, maybe, just maybe, all of our hopes and dreams about the Bulls being willing to spend more money may just have something uh, do it. Arturis also mentioned that the Bulls are doing you know, uh, good group workouts. It's the first time in six months for some of these guys that they've really even gotten to work out because they haven't had access to gyms and other stuff. So I imagine that not everyone is in the best condition based on, on that statement. So thought that was kind of interesting. So now uh, flipping back to Donovan and some of his statements throughout this, I think the one feeling you get overall is this guy is really, really, really about relationships. Uh, I thought there was a great quote from, from Joe No, I don't know the exact phrase, but he said, uh, Billy Donovan is the best coach he's had in striking the balance and holding players accountable while building respect with the players and you know treating them as individuals and listening to what they have to say. And I think that is uh, an ability that is absolutely critical in the NBA. And you know, obviously, Joakim won two national championships with Bill O'Donovan as his coach. Obviously, when you have that level of success, and he was you know maybe their best player on their team, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of positive feelings, right? You know, if you win the title with a group of people, of course you feel <laughs> like everyone is the greatest. So that's not necessarily surprising. A little biased, but uh, I still do think that one quote about talking about his strengths. Is, is something that really uh, strikes me as something the Bulls really need right now, particularly coming off of Boylan. And sometimes when you hire a coach, you tend to hire a guy who's going to solve the problems that the last guy left behind. And I think that might be a little bit of the case here. Donovan is really a guy who's going to be able to get everyone together. Um, you know, every time he speaks about the players, he talks about building relationships with the guys, talking with the guys, letting them grow as players, making sure they're growing their skills and making sure he's putting them in a position to succeed, you know, making sure he's building his system around what their strengths are. Everything around what he says is very focused on what the players will be uh, gaining from him, what he's going to give them, not what he's going to demand. You know, everything is about you know, how he's going to help them and what he's going to do to help everyone else, you know, not I, get, I demand this and I demand that. And I think that's an interesting approach. It's certainly, uh, I'm a manager in my life, and that's usually my approach uh, to management as well. And so I, I agree with that approach, which is my job is just to get out of the way and make sure that you don't have any impediments to success, that I put you in the absolute best position to succeed, uh, that I remove all the friction from the things that might stop you from succeeding, and that I allow you to be the best person you can be and encourage you to do so and, and give you the, the tools and skills to try and get there. And I think that's the type of coach that Billy Donovan is going to bring or be with the Chicago Bulls. And everything he says is, is kind of uh, 
you know, move, moving around that overall thought of I'm going to build things around the players. Uh, the recruitment of Donovan, one of the things they said is that Arturus is looking for a partner. He's looking for someone who can build this program from the ground up. And that was one of the things that really sold Billy Donovan on this. He mentioned there's a lot of stuff going on about how he didn't want to work for a rebuilding team, and that was a big problem. And he said he never felt that way. He actually spoke uh, I thought about this. He said, you know, one of the things when he came to Oklahoma City, they had lots of star players. The system was there. The culture was there. There wasn't really a lot of building anything there. You know, he was just coming in and adapting to what was already there and, and trying to enhance what was there as best he could. And he said, you know, this is actually, he looks forward to the opportunity to build something really here that doesn't, doesn't really exist right now, to build that culture, you know, to build up the brand. And, uh, you know, he was very excited about the idea that Arturis is looking for a partner to go through all this with and not just a coach and that that is how they, they uh, viewed their relationship. And I think that is um, obviously a very uh, very strong way to come off. I think it was great that Arturis was able to sell Donovan on this job, and I think that also speaks very well uh, with him. He described Donovan as a great communicator, great motivator, great with personal relationships, team first, um, and uh, a willing partner to do uh, everything that uh, they could. They did get to meet in person for the interview, and it sounds like the Bulls were pretty aggressive about uh, chasing him once he hit the table. And I think this gets back to a lot of the debates Bulls fans are having in, I don't know, May, June, whatever, when we hadn't fired Jim Boylan yet, in my opinion at the time, and I, and I think it's turned out fine, uh, was there's no rush to fire Jim Boylan. No coaches are going off the table, and a bunch of opportunities for better coaches are going to come up you know, as teams get eliminated from the playoffs and as you know, teams fire other coaches and assistants are more available for interviews and you can, you can do more in depth. There's going to be more and more coaches on the table as time goes on. And you probably really just want to wait for the regular season to be officially over uh, before you make any move. And the Bulls waited a long time. They made a lot of people nervous. But after they finally let go of Boylan and we breathed a collective sigh of relief, you know, kind of that played out. You know, Billy Donovan was not something, someone we expected to be on the table available for us to interview. And, you know, he was. And if we had started aggressively looking at these assistant coaches in June and we had jumped the gun and hired one right away, then we would have missed out on Billy Donovan. And from a practical perspective of how you interview people and how you work with things when you have an opening, it's pretty weird to like interview a bunch of guys in June and then you kind of decide, yeah, I like this guy, but I'm not sure maybe someone better was going to come around in July and now I'm going to wait till July and you know, maybe August or September, and they're going to interview this guy in September. And you know, now that I decided, oh, this guy back in June was actually the best guy, so I'm going to go back to him again. That's like actually a really bad process to have. And so I think it made a lot of sense ultimately to do exactly what they did, which was just wait on, on the process until everyone who was realistically going to be available was available, and then they could kind of interview everyone at once. Now, they could have still fired Boylan in June and then waited to do interviews until September. Like They, didn't, they could have just done background and started having initial conversations and, and whatever and, and told people up front, like, hey, we're going to make a decision in September. But it is definitely a smoother process if you can kind of do all the thing in a closer period of time and you interview everyone at once and you can directly compare people with each other. And uh, I think uh, that's, that's definitely one of those things. So uh, Billy Donovan made some, some things he, you know, he noted about all the players. He spoke about Zach, Lowry, Carter, and Kobe uh, spe- uh, specifically, you know, saying Zach can get his own shot anytime he wants. Uh, Lowry shoots. He's good in the post, uh, really gifted offensively. You know, Carter was a guy he recruited, very high character, can do 
lots of different things and uh, discussed kind of how he got hit by the Kobe White run where he was scoring all those 30 points and one of those games came against the Thunder and spoke of Young and Porter as, you know, great pros, uh, veteran leaders and was excited about, you know, kind of their uh, ability to be veteran leaders on this team and, and provide that mix of not just having young guys. Uh, talked about Archie Diacono and how he recruited him uh, when he was pack coaching college games. So uh, I think that was, was interesting. You know, he didn't really comment on Hutchison. He didn't comment on Dunn. Did throw out a kind of uh, comment. Yeah, there's lots of other guys too. You know, I don't think he's trying to, to leave anyone out. But those guys he kind of called out, so it sort of makes sense. Those are the the core guys. I think maybe Sadaransky was the one guy he didn't specifically mention by name who maybe was at least on the same level of those other guys in terms of role and also not a free agent. But uh, I'm going to guess that that was just because he forgot about it and not because he was specifically thinking this is something uh, this guy won't be here. I don't care about this guy or anything like that. I I think it was just, you know, you're trying to go through all the guys on the team and you know, name six or seven of them and then and kind of just did a, a generic, I'll, I'll throw it off to everyone else. So Overall, I think Donovan was, was a very great listen in his interviews, uh, exudes confidence. Uh, you, you like listen to him for a little bit, and you immediately trust him. Uh, I can obviously see right off the bat why he's going to have great player relationships. Uh, I think that's going to be an area that obviously improves. I think he'll be a good development coach, and I think, I think he's just going to do a good job. I feel even a little bit more confident in him after listening to the talks uh, than I did just knowing about him prior and, and reading up a little bit about him. You know, listening to him, yeah, you felt you felt really highly confident that uh, this guy's going to do a great job. So, that's kind of my follow up uh, podcast after just listening to some of the interviews, trying to give you the highlights of of those things and the things I thought were kind of important and stood out to me. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon.